remove Javante Davis. Living young, got room for patience. This a dope podcast. It ain't drugs when we move the bases. Houston, we got a problem. Taking off like the Rockets. This a three man weed coming at you with topics. Get to hit me with logic. Baby, showtime's back. You slow, catch up. You're gonna fall now flat. It's imperative. Transitioning from changing the narrative. You can catch this wave from the Marlins to the Mariners. Doing things you can't believe. It's the three man week. Come at you with topics. No, you cannot stop it. Doing things you can't believe. It's the three man week. We come at you with topics. No, you cannot stop it. Yo, 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 what up? What's good out there, good people? You got your favorite three guys, as always, from the Three Man Weave Podcast. It's your boy, Cannon. Also with me, I got... AJ, El Presidente. <laughs> that caught me off guard. I ain't going to lie. Yeah, I, sure, I heard the shots last week. I heard uh, the shots last okay. week. I missed one Was week. Was Okay. okay. I forgot you're supposed to be loaded up with ammo. We uh, ready? I kind of, I mean, y- y'all clip was a little full. It mm-hmm. Y'all ain't give me the full clip. We ain't what? Come on. You, you know what I'm saying? You're a brother. Why would we want to get, come on now. Nah, it was all good. <laughs> y'all, y'all held me <laughs> down, man. Saying. Y'all held me down. I loved every minute of it, honestly. You know, you know, we all can eat. Everybody we can all eat. can eat, baby. Everybody let, let, can me, eat. let me erase my pad. I had, you know, just get rid of these bars real quick because he said he had bars. So let me just erase mine down. I mean, you know, my clip always full. You already know. I could have been the president. I'd rather be the man instead. <laughs> you already know. Where's bars? Hit you with them where's bars. I'm back, baby. <laughs> you already know. That's why I laughed. <laughs> I heard that the other day. I'm like, oh, I'm saying this on the pod. Hey, and see, well, Wiz got bars. Does he? Or does he have delivery? He got he bars, bro. People be sleeping. Can, they sleep on him, he, has he definitely he got timing and delivery. I, I really like his timing and delivery, but he got bars. He slept on some. Okay. But look, you can catch us on all... What did what, what I say? Oh, you catch us on all podcast platforms. Miss one week. Miss one week, I'm yeah. throwing it all off. See? You catch us on all, all podcast platforms, Three Man Weave, mm-hmm. Instagram, Twitter, Three Man Weave, underscore, Facebook, Three Man Weave. We have a group, Three Man Weave group on Facebook. Yes, sir. Um, you can email us at podcast.3.man.weave at gmail.com. I'm here, Cannon, AJ. And it's episode 39. Mm-hmm. It's Monday, July 22nd, mm-hmm. 7.37 p.m. And I officially want to say, get back season done. It's over. Cancel it. It's over. And that's why I never like get back season because what if you never get back? <laughs> Go ahead. Keep going. What if you never get back? You do all this. I was telling AJ before, the thing about losses in boxing, you can have one boxer take two L's up and coming in his career and it do less damage than a fighter get to where he's supposed to be the man and take one L. And that one L can do more damage than it did to the up and coming fighter. And the reason that he got to this place where he's supposed to win at is due to where he was before the injury and how he played this whole get-back season. And, yes, I know I went out there. I jumped out the window. I went with youth last week. And so that means that I did pick 
Keith Thurman to win if y'all know about the fight. But if you know about my resume, you know that I really don't like Keith Thurman. I felt like he didn't really beat Danny. Uh, I felt like he won a couple close decisions throughout his, his career. And boy, that first combo that Pac hit him with, man, I uh. think that would have dropped anybody, man. Hit him with the blue, blue. <laughs> but them the body punches set blue. it up, man. Hit the bodies, hit the flow. Let them bodies hit the flow. Let the bodies. Yeah, I know a couple of you know, rocks. So AJ, I want you to go, you know, because I, <laughs> I want okay. you to go before I go. All right, so the reason why I feel as if Keith Thurman, I think he just felt like, okay, this would be a good fight to add. Like, he thought it was he, still get back he season. Thought, and that's why I said he, it's he, done. He, he, he thought, man, get he back thought season Manny goes was, wrong. <laughs> he thought he thought Manny was going to be like, okay, I got an old legend. You know, he's a, he's past his prime. He, he don't have a whole lot in the tank left. So I'm about to get in there, you know, put 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 a nice little beating on him. And then I'm, I'm up next. And, you know, it's going to be me and Spence. The timelines will work out perfect and everything. But what he forgot. He going against he going against old dog with no bark. He was in there talking, you know, you know. I'm not Adrian Broner, this, this, and that. Look like you know. I'm a show. I'm a show him, you know, what was you know what what it's like. And Manny Pacquiao came out. He beat that came boy. Out the, came, you know he beat that boy. <laughs> you know he, you know beat, he beat that, that boy. boy. Oh God no. Oh God no. Hey, after that first after that first combo. That hey, first combo, Keith, man. Keith Thurman had that look in his eyes. Like, that thing was swift. In the first? Bro, it was swift, Hill. Like, Hold on, but look. Remember yeah, what I told you, Kenan? Don't unleash Pac- me yet. Pac- Pac- Pacquiao's punches. You said it. You said it, bro. They, they quick and they, they you compact. You said it, bro. That, 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 that punch, it was so quick, but yes, on it was, man. the money. It hit him right. He hit him on the chin, and everybody know in boxing, the chin is like the eject button. Yeah. It was just like. Soon as he got hit, ejecto cedo, cuz. And did you his see his face? Left. Please, please, Michelle, next week, can we can we get his face right here when he <laughs> fell down? I want it right here as as, for the people. As soon as I seen see. his face, I just knew it was the over. Mm-hmm. It was bad. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Y'all ready for Hill? Oh, yeah, you went in there with Manny, huh? <laughs> mm-hmm. Thought it was a game, get back season, right? Thought you were just gonna skate your way to the top, huh? Yeah. Man, listen, bruh. Y'all killed me that episode. I don't know which episode it was when I told y'all about Keith Thurman. Y'all sat here and y'all killed me. Y'all told me, oh. <laughs> Oh, Hill, you know what I'm saying? You really don't know boxing for real. And why you was never all said, mad. We ain't say that. We've never said you don't know We're going to let you, you finish, but we ain't say that, bro. Yeah, you we'll the let tape, you finish. Because you sent them that we same. Some you sent them that mean. You sent them that mean <laughs> that, you know, when you arguing with people that don't really know boxing. You sent them that mean in the personal group, and you referenced it at the end in well, the I, argument. Well, I ain't but, say that. But nobody ever said you don't know boxing, so. All uh, right. We, we exit that, you know what I'm saying? But, but keep going. I told y'all about Keith. Told y'all about Keith. I told y'all why I hated Keith. Yeah, I went with Keith. And I'm gonna go before I go to my, my Keith rant, Manny, uh-huh. I'm sorry. I know you're a legend. I'll give you <laughs> hell. 
but I know you. I mean, I know you was great, but I gave you. I give you hell because you owe. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. I was wrong, hundred percent wrong. Whatever AJ want to say to me about Manny, I'm gonna wear it. You know what I'm saying? Hundred percent wrong. I'm gonna wear it on the chin. What I'm not gonna wear is nothing but with this Keith Thurman though. Yeah. Keith I'm Thurman is that. who we thought he was. The boy been talking at every press conference. Everyone. The bro. boy been talking at every interview, and then when they got time for that work. He wanna duck work. And you thought Manny was sweet. And let's let's be real. Let's be real. Cause Go ahead. at first I thought I thought it was just a flash in the pan. But let's be real. Jose Cito almost put you out of there, man. And what did and, I say? And in I that thought fight? that that was luck, but now I'm thinking that no, it was not because your defense it's is awful. That's what I and that's what I said. I mean, you got caught by Riverboat. And you got caught in the first round so for Manny, Manny. Manny probably was licking his chops when he seen that. He, like, I ain't Riverboat. Like, I'm still Manny I'm at the end six of the day. Up, man, before he know what happened. Like, man, come on, bro. I mean, like I said, he got exposed for who he really is. He really is a talker, bro. He's a talker. I'm not going to the, go to the extreme and say he trash, but he ain't who he thought he was. Come on, bro. He doing all that, you know, he did all that talking, and then he got all that. Oh, remember he was depressed off the injury? And I was like, I'm not buying that, none of that mental health. Oh, you can be depressed now. Yeah. Oh, oh, go get some counseling. You need to oh, go talk yes, to somebody now. now. You go talk to somebody now. Everything that I said in that rant that I, I stand ten toes down, firm on me to believe on that. Now, you especially. know, I, you know I, I've never been a Thurman fan. And the only thing that I was saying is that I understood the get. I understand how you got to play it because he only got one career. So he want to feel in control of it, and I understand that. So and y'all have educated me on boxing business. Mm-hmm. But what, what we not going to allow is you to continuously pop off. Abuse it, yeah. You're going to pop yeah. off and then duck, and duck this work. That's what we not about to allow. And, and, and I could not allow. by no-name people. And I could not allow. I could not allow that from Keith. The boy been popping off the entire time. And then when the time for some work, you get you, you don't do you don't give us nothing. You don't look like what which which time with this could this show won one time. This show won one time. So let's this let's, was the other time. So y'all well, can I can, can I rebuttal that real quick? Go ahead. Well not rebuttal, but I just wanna throw something in there. Go ahead. So what this does prove, it like 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 Hill said, I'm not gonna go to say that Keith Thurman's trash. I think yeah, I didn't I, I didn't go that yeah, far. No. No, no, you said that. So I'm just, I'm just echoing that. I'm not like, so I'm, I'm oh, joining okay. you on that. I'm not, I'm not going as far to say Keith Thurman is trash, but what it does show is Keith Thurman, he's not like right now. It just shows that the cream, the cream of 147 is Earl Spence. I don't see nobody in 147 now that can beat Earl Spence. Somebody could argue, but somebody could. But too small, man. But I know. I, 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 but somebody we, we, can argue. It. We agree that, but yeah. I'm just saying. Yeah, no. We, just... we like, and so like, yeah, you can argue that, but just coming that because that personally, I've said I've said this. I've posed this question before that now I I, I really want to see Errol Spence go up to 154 because with Canelo or who Can, or her. Like, I, I wouldn't even say he needs to fight Canelo right now because I think this would be a good fight to make with, like you said, her. Because Hurd's coming off a loss. I would have said that, but not now because Hurd disappointed me. I don't even want to see it. That's okay. a guaranteed loss for Hurd to me. But, but oh, no, no, I, I, no, no, hold, no. Hold I, see, I'm, I won't go there. Hold on, hold on. I do want to stay on this part. I, yeah, I want to get there. Okay. I definitely want to okay. touch okay. on this. Okay. And I had something to say about this one, too, so let's stay yeah, here. I want to get on that. But what you said earlier, you said when you get up to this pinnacle, mm-hmm. um, and you said a one loss could hurt you, Yeah. I I don't think this one loss is going to hurt Keith. I'm if he plays it right. Because this this division is still has a lot of quality fighters, and he, and he hasn't fought them yet. 
But what I'm saying is, when I say hurt him, I don't mean like take him out and ruin his career. But what I am saying is, had he taken those fights earlier, it wouldn't have looked as bad to him as it is now. Because right now, you're supposed to be the guy. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And if you would have took the L before, you would have been the up-and-coming guy. And so, just for the pundits and the articles and all the backlash that he's getting now, he could have avoided some of that. Because they would have said, like, when Charlo took... The, the Charlo twin that took the L the first time. Mm -hmm. He was almost about to get there, and then they said, you know what? They they kind of gave him a break because yeah. okay. he was still working his way up. But when you're supposed let to be the guy and you take the L, you get the critics. They come out the woodworks on you. You feel me? So let me, let, let me say this. So I think this happened when it was supposed to happen because I think that that injury that, that sparked this get-back season put Keith Thurman kind of behind the eight ball because I won't say Keith Thurman was ducking – before the injury, because you got to think he fought Danny Garcia. Yeah, he did. He fought Porter, and mm -hmm. so he was fight he was fighting the names in the division. And then, like, like when he fought them, Earl Spence wasn't really that big of a name in the division. Terrence Crawford didn't jump up into the division. Mikey Garcia didn't jump up in the division. So at the time, he fought some of the top the top names. Even back then, he fought Robert Guerrero. Who was kind of you know he won't uh, a top tier, but he was one of those guys that was kind of but you know. It was also at that time there was no real clear cut champ of that division. So, so that's like, that, so that so that's what, that's that's my point. I'm saying so you can't. So I'm not going to go to the point where he said he should have fought these things earlier because I think he was doing what he was supposed to do prior to the injury. Once the injury happened, it gave him a setback. And you know, I, I will say he came back from this injury looking real weak. And after all that talk, that's what we're saying. That's yeah, what, and, and and so yes, the get back season. I completely understand the get back season because, like I've said before, I'll, if I'm gonna get in the ring and somebody else can punch me in the face, bro, I gotta be a hundred percent, and I gotta be a hundred percent comfortable. But what I will say is, after Josito Lopez, I'm not calling out many. And Pacquiao. thank you, thank you. You should have, you should have been training the best of your life, and that's that leads me to my next point. So thank you, AJ. Mm -hmm. I don't know if what Adrian Bronner said was true. True, I, that's it. But. <laughs> If he was gambling both days before and the fight. drinking out in public or uh, even in private, if you're drinking before one of the biggest fights of your life, you deserve to lose. You deserve to lose. Just in, just in case our fans aren't aware, I'm going to play the clip okay. of what Adrian Bronner said. And I want to know if y'all think it's true afterwards. Because I'm not Adrian Bronner. He got his ass cooked. <laughs> He got cooked. Hey, you didn't go down like that, huh? He got cooked. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, I, I told everybody he was going to get cooked. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, my boy was gambling with me before in the morning. I had to kick him out the Said four in the morning. Stupid. Two nights in a row. Stupid. Right, hey, listen. He was with six or eight niggas. I said, Damn, all y'all some bitch-ass niggas. Because y'all letting him come down here. And none of his camp has denied it yet. Your life, your life, your life. So basically, yeah, like you said, Ken, if if that's true, Keith Thurman doesn't need to, like Keith Thurman doesn't need to be top tier in this in this yeah. division ever again because he's yeah. not taking his career serious. Because if if you, I'm sorry, if you think you just about to get in the ring with Manny Pacquiao with and just anybody. dominate, and, and I, I was about to say that, and like nah, not, with, not even Manny Pacquiao, Manny, like, just, bro, no, with Manny, with anybody, bro, I don't care. But, but, uh, but that's what I'm saying. You gotta like, respect like, the ring. No, that's is, your profession, bro. But Manny, though, this is this is a uh, this is 
Like, and I don't He's know if he thought get knocked out, bro. And I, I don't, I don't know, I don't know if he thought so little of Adrian Bronner that he thought Manny Pacquiao may have looked you suspect against judge. Adrian Bronner. So he that. thought that. So he thought that, oh, I'm not Adrian Bronner, like he said. So I'm gonna come in here and whoop Manny Pacquiao. No, 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 you because do one, that in life, one no. thing, everybody who's a fan of boxing knows styles make fights. Thank mm-hmm. you. Ma- Manny Pacquiao's, Manny Pacquiao, and Adrian Bronner's styles don't really connect to make an exciting fight because Adrian Bronner, he's gonna he's gonna try and protect himself and not throw punches. Yeah. So when Manny's trying to press the issue, Adrian Bronner's just gonna back up, back up, protect himself, protect himself. Thurman, you like to throw punches and. Manny Pacquiao was standing there in front of you the whole time. And like I said, Manny Pacquiao is going to take one or two punches to hit you with three. Manny Pacquiao was eating Thurman's punches with his gloves down and then just throwing the combos, and they were landing from all angles. Hell. Yeah, I know, like I said, definitely Styles may fight, but I even even I underestimated Manny to a certain degree compared to his um his Bronner fight. He looked I mean, good. He, he didn't, no, I didn't, I wasn't really impressed. Like, no, I'm talking about now, tonight. Oh, I mean, not against guy, shoot against Keith. He looked he looked like Manny Pacquiao for real. Like even my thing though, like how are you gonna take him light? Even I just I mean I disrespect him. I'm not fighting him. Yeah, I'm not fighting Manny. But at the end of the day, I'm not about to sleep on. He's still throwing yeah. punches a million no. times a, a fight at forty. You don't and sleep. That, on, but, you don't sleep on nobody that's gonna throw a million punches. If, I don't care like, who they are. If you're a and boxer, like, and you like, should never like sleep on said, your opponent. Like come like, on, like can, like like Cannon said on the last episode, he was he. Like you said, Hill, you may not have been impressed by Manny Pacquiao, but when you watch him, his hand speed was there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I said I, that. Like, he didn't. He didn't <laughs> look slow. He may have. He may have not knocked nobody out in a while, but them things was coming. Technique. He got the technique, bro. He's a boxer. Son. Them things was coming, and like you, like you just said, don't disrespect the, the profession. Yeah. But you don't. You especially don't disrespect somebody that's gonna throw yeah. a million punches, yeah. bro. Yeah. Like I don't. You uh, know he's bro. letting them fly. And your defense was ain't even on point. Your defense, bro. Honestly. They've been showing, because Fox, Fox had to fight at, at my gym, FS1. They've been showing his highlights all week. Every I've been a different fight on every gym session. And every time he's been going toe-to-toe, he's been catching a lot of work. Like, your work. defense is, was never on point. <laughs> Even, like you said, when you was fighting Danny Garcia, when you was fighting, fighting Sean Paul, your defense was never and what your, I say, your strong suit. What did I say about the Garcia fight? You should have lost. You say, you say you thought he I lost. I stand by that. He, and you seen how, the, how they was throwing with him and Sean Porter. That fight right there, your defense was never your strong suit. And I said after you fought Riverboat, you need to go work on that defense. You got caught like that from Riverboat, and y'all y'all the one gave Riverboat some respect. I gave him zero respect. Zero. And you got caught like zero. that, and you going to disrespect Manny like this, mm. and then you're going to still like- pop off on and then you gonna still pop off on every interview, and we supposed to say you the man? Keith? Huh? One time. Keith? One time. Man. Keith Washington that. Keith Washington <laughs> should have saying Keith Keith what Keith Van Horn. Um uh, who, who who else? Who's some more Keiths? Ain't there no more Keith Sweat. You started yeah, off with the Keith Sweat. Twisted. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he had it. Manny Twisted, bro. <laughs> Come on, bro. Uh, where does he go? Where does Keith Thurman go from here? Back to the gym. Back to the gym. <laughs> Get your mind in the game. Get your mind in the game because you have the physical tools offensively. You can defense can be learned if you're willing to put in the work. Mm-hmm. But you can't put in the work if you're gambling and drinking during. Yeah, I don't know what your that was his first pay per view fight, right? Headliner. I know Maybe this is the biggest fight. Yeah. I know Maybe this it was the biggest, biggest fight. fight of his yeah. life. 
I think it's his first. You out here capping? Yeah, bro. Like, come on. That is the definition of high capping, son. If (laughs) if I was a professional boxer, and I know for a fact, if Hill would have got word that I was out in the club, you would have had a fight before your fight. Thank you. Like, I would have had to see Hill off the strength straight up, and no thing is coming. (laughs) It's been plenty times in my life. No, I'm not even a, a professional. When Hill just told me like Cannon. Don't do that, bro. Like, come on, bro. You, you see it. what I'm saying? And that's just off regular life. Gotta have we got millions at stake, and you're going to let your man do that? Those not your friends, Keith. That's first and foremost. Get a new camp. Whole new camp. Throw the whole Second, away. clear your mind, bro. It's no longer get back season. It's prove it season, man. Facts. It's Facts. prove it season, bro. Facts. You're only as good as your last hit, which yours is weak as hell. <laughs> so... <laughs> Okay, we're, we're not gonna say ball. we're not gonna say you trash, but you got you got show us something, man. Come on now, I'm gonna see Javante Tank Davis next week, and I know Tank better not let me down. You better put on for the city, man. That's a, that's another one. I got some. Uh, yeah, cause your boy it, it, Nunez, man. I ain't too sold on on Tank, but you know that's he, neither here nor there. Yeah, I mean, but Three Man ducking. Weave, in the, I mean, he's Baltimore's native son. Three yeah. Man Weave is going to be in the building. So it's like, I, I got to go see it. And I like Tank. I'm, am I 100% sold? No. But he got an opportunity to sell me right here and right now. You better you, you better capitalize. So where, where, should, where, should, where should Keith go from here, AJ? He's, he's going to have to take a step down. I think if he really wants to kind of not drop off or not disappear – it's the best time to schedule, like like you said, like we've talked about this. So I ain't, I'm not trying to take one of your points, but it's, it's the best time to schedule a fight with Adrian Broner, Danny mm-hmm. Garcia, Jeff Horn, somebody. Where is Jeff Horn? He disrespected right. Garcia when Garcia wanted his rematch. If I was Danny, I wouldn't take it. Yo, I'm definitely. But I, he doesn't have the leverage. <laughs> he don't. He don't. He don't. But if it, I was, it made sense. Yeah, it no made sense. Yeah, he can't. Yeah, he's waiting. He's yeah. waiting. Where is Jeff Horn? That's, that's who? anybody? Who? See what I'm saying? I roll with Keith Van Horn ain't, before I roll with Jeff Horn. <laughs> ain't, ain't, ain't he uh, coaching? Jeff, Jeff Horn is set coaching somewhere. <laughs> but yeah, remember, you got um, to regroup. Okay, your next fight, for real, for real, his ne- Keith Thurman's next fight is the most pivotal fight of his now of his career. Because like, no longer get back season. Oh, it's, oh okay. yeah, we in here. We, we full throttle in this yeah, season. Yeah. What you need to do, you need to, like you said, Adrian Bronner, you need to go, need to go schedule that because y'all gonna sell it. And that might be a good fight because they both have somebody got the win. What we know is they gonna I'm sell s- it. So with, and- with that selling it, you gotta utilize your boxing business that you've learned. <laughs> get your name back up. You know what I'm saying? Everybody's gonna watch your fight because supposedly it may be entertaining. The lead up is gonna be entertaining. You, you, let's say you win. You win, then throw your name back in the hat. You might can get a rematch with Manny if, if he waiting. You, you might can get. You might can get. At the end of the day, he will have to rematch Porter or Danny Garcia eventually. Eventually. So my. So what? I, what I'll say is this. Sean want the rematch. Better stay away from Ugas. Yeah. What? If, a what? A people better stay away from him. Well, what honest. if Manny Pacquiao? What if it's hard for Manny Pacquiao to get the winner of the Porter Spence fight? He's supposed to. And. He just has like, do do we want to see a Thurman Pacquiao rematch? Not the way that one, that first one was. Nah. But that's my that's my thing. I it may be hard for Manny Pacquiao to get a, a like I won't say hard, but 
it's not a given that he's going to get this fight between Spence or Porter. Well, assuming Spence beats Porter. I'm assuming. Well, yeah, like I said. But, but Spence had already called. He called Manny out his last, his last fight. Mm-hmm. So he wanted to fight. Because he knows it's a payday. Yeah. So Spence wanted to fight. So that shouldn't be hard to get. Yeah. At all. But we've seen fighters call other fighters out before and they don't get But Manny's but, old with the calling out. If you call Manny out, he's he coming. coming. But at this point, like I said, at the, like you said, as much as I hate boxing business, now it's playing itself out. It is. He, that's his next choice. It, he ha, he has no other fight in that division after he beat after he beat Porter. What'd you just say? Now it's what? What? what you I said think? now it's playing what? It's playing itself out. Oh, it's right? playing itself out. Yeah, yeah. And what what did I say at the beginning of 2019 for my prediction for boxing? You said we're gonna get them fights because we ain't, you basically said we ain't got no choice. We're gonna get them fights. Yeah, you said it. You said that. You definitely said it. You called it early. Because like you said, ain't ain't too much more ducking. Like you said, Keith Thurman ain't got too much fault, ain't got too, ain't got that much leverage anyway. Either he going to have to rematch um, Danny, rematch Sean Porter. You better stay away from Ugas. But, I mean, Ugas waiting. He's hungry. Yeah, Ugas is waiting. Um, I don't. What is Mikey doing? What is Mikey still in the division? What is Mikey doing? Yeah, Mikey M- Mikey's can go in the division. He, he can go wherever yeah. he wants. He can go back I to think, lightweight. Yeah, what I... I would like to see is if, because like we said, you know, Ugas, he's trying to, you know, uh, you know, put his stake in the division. What if Terrence Crawford comes up to fight Ugas? I think that'd be a good fight. Ain't they different, mm, that, 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 different yeah, promoters? U, yeah, Ugas is up with Al Heyman. And that's the issue with that that's we got the whole, getting Bud and Spence. That's the whole that, issue. Is that it's <sighs> not. It's great. never. And that's what I was gonna say when y'all mentioned when you mentioned Bud and Spence. I wanted to say, but I didn't want to cut AJ off. It's never gonna happen anyway. So I don't even know why we even talking about that. Well, we can, yeah, but we can stay here now. Because so, back early, what you said about Spence moving up, it's still a lot of money fights in this division left for Spence. It is before he it's can less, move it's up. People he hasn't I, fought yet. Yeah. 100%, but all I'm saying is, yes, it's, it's a lot of money fights, but after Keith Thurman, I don't really see a whole bunch of competitive fights for Spence. That's my, I'm, I'm speaking just off of a boxing fan, as mm-hmm. I don't see anybody who's going to challenge Those are the names. Spence. There's some young and up-and-coming welterweights. I've been, I've been saying that, and I don't have my, I don't got my little pad with me, but there's some young and up-and-coming welterweights, and I don't want to mess their names up, but there's a, there's some, I said it on one episode, I said there yeah, was some welterweights. That got O's with some knockouts, and yeah, we no, just no, haven't no, no. heard of him I, yet. But he I, should. T- yeah. I, I be- but I do believe that he should move up. I, I do believe eventually he should move up, but it's kind of more so. Not as I'm gonna try to compare it like how when Roy Jones moved up, kind of late in his career. That's what I kind of want to see for Spence. Like you have, a, like I said, we have he a got lot the of body fights. for it. Oh, most definitely move up because <clears throat> that's, that's, that's really your I'm natural saying. weight. Because because he exactly because he's the big he's the biggest fighter in this division. That's but like but he makes name. weight, so it's like if you because make weight because he's a professional and he's that's not Adrian they're Bronner. Like, supposedly <laughs> they all are. Yeah, but we not. But like yeah. all I'm saying is, it's still a lot of money. It's a lot of money fights get, in his oh, division you, before you that he can all, go through the all money about fight. It. Get your so money, the thing man. Is, because so the, before he get to the because the money fight in, if you move up is Canelo. You yeah. have to he would have to have like two fights before he get to Canelo. Thank you. Be quite honest. And here's the thing: the risk. So if he does move up. Does he dominate? Is he still the same? Does he have the speed behind his punches still? That's why it's going to take a couple fights before you even get to there. Get ac- to get okay. acclimated I'm to that you. speed. I'm with you. But, but also, like you just said, 147 is not really his natural weight. 
He can carry that 154. But if he can That's get, it. but if he can get to it, I, I like it. If my boxer can get to it and he doesn't have a problem making weight, and this it's it's nothing for him to do a training camp and just come in at 147 or 146 and a half. To me, then that's your sweet spot, especially if you're talking about Well, 100. percent But one thing about boxing training camp is always better to just work out and you be able to stay at your natural weight. That's true. Than to actually try that. and cut weight. You can have a much more productive camp. Um, All I know I mean. we. Are, yeah, we done but we done butcher boxing to death. Yeah, I was about to say. I feel great about my casual boxing skills. Nah, nah, nah let me say this right here and right now. Hell, we're not, we're the, never, casual, not a casual the casual boxer, thing is is done, bro. That was yeah. honestly no more get back season. We were calling like yeah, pretty much. Two. Yeah, and honestly, let's be real. Two. We were saying casual. He was a casual fan before we even started the pod. Like, and we've been watching boxing as bros for years. So it's like that's over, bro. You're not and no longer and, the casual and, fan. And, 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 and you can't remember, use that no more. Get back season. And you called the Keith. You called this. Get so it's like it's get back season. <laughs> glow. Go ahead. Go ahead. Get your glow on. But so, not, we got a, a, a supporter question. Oh, yeah. I, I, ran, I, ran a, I ran a little poll on my Instagram, got a couple of supporter questions. So okay. just want to kind of, you know, get, get you guys' take. One of them we're going to start off with was from, you know, our boy, one of the, you know, most loyal supporters we got, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Nigel. Yeah. Simple, gen- Simple Genius. Hey, shout out, man. Instagram. Shout out to you, Nigel. That's I don't I care. Got. If you always recurring looks, I don't care. You showing us love, we love you back, bro. Mm-hmm. Yo, we like gonna keep we, putting you on, yo, man. We we really appreciate Nigel because Nigel been down with us. He been down with us since episode one. Yep. He always send us supporter questions. He, he was late on YouTube everything. though. It's all right as long as you <laughs> it's listen. All right. as long it's as all right. You yeah, it's all right, Nigel. But <laughs> we don't necessarily have to all give our top five list. But he asked us top five underrated NFL players to watch this season. Oh, it was five. And, yeah, and so I just want to we don't we don't necessarily have to all give, you know, our top 5, but let's give out some, you know, underrated players to watch this season for the people, especially mm. with fantasy coming up. Dang. Mm. I I don't want to give out my sleepers. I'm scared for this. I oh, said, I said the toe. I said the toe. Uh I I only had one cuz I I didn't know it was 5. Um Tyrell Williams. What do you do? Wide receiver. He was um he was with the Chargers last year. Now he signed with the Raiders this year. And the funny thing about him last year, like technically he was supposed to be the third option behind Keenan Allen and and Mike Williams, you know, two highly touted receivers. But he was a steady piece for Phillip Rivers, like all yeah. And now you add him, he's gonna be the number two option in, in Oakland with Derek Carr at the helm. And, you know, you got A.B. all over the place. And the thing about Tyrell is, is he he can run the route tree and he he can move around as well. So I kind of feel that with more opportunities, he gonna, he's going to eat. Like, he's going to eat. I'm kind of like a predicting. He may not he may not have these type stats, but he's going to have a a juju type, type year. That's what I'm predicting for him. A juju type year? Juju type year. Type. Okay. Type. That's real. Cannon, man. you want to go or you want me to step in? Go ahead and step in, man. I don't so really first, know. I don't, I don't, it's, it's hard to pick those type players in the NFL, man. It's hard for five. <laughs> Golly. I got another yeah, one, good. but that's, I'm going to be biased on that one. But, yeah. Go ahead. Oh, yeah Cowboys. Don't worry. Don't, mm-hmm. don't worry because you probably going to talk about Michael Gallup, right? Mm-mm. Oh. All right. So, 
I'm just going to throw it out there first. I would go with Joe Mixon because everybody told me I was tripping when I said, you know, he's, he's one of the established players. No, 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 no. I feel like I feel like I ain't saying the way they Yeah, the way they killed AJ. They came at me. I could I could easily say Joe Mixon is going to be one of the underrated players, you know, to come out this season. But I'm not going to do that because, you know what, I ain't going to be biased. Everybody want to call me biased. But what I will say, I think Carryon Johnson for the mm. Detroit Lions. Mm. I think Carryon Johnson. I drafted him last year in fantasy. He's nice. I like that Because y'all, y'all yeah, play fantasy with me. Usually every single year I come up on a sleeper, and I thought Carryon Johnson. I thought I can grab him too because I had Kareem Hunt, Patrick Mahomes, and I thought Carryon Johnson. That was just gonna lead me to the promise land. But it won't get. But why not? He, he should. He showed flashes, but Carryon Johnson got hurt. So he got he he play, he got hurt a little bit too last season. Yeah, man. I think I think this year Carryon Johnson is really gonna break out, man. And Carryon Johnson is somebody to watch. He's somebody to watch out in Detroit. All right, man. So for the Redskins, man, there's a slot position oh. or three <laughs> position that's oh. up for grabs, and there's a real sleeper guy out there. Probably the most slept on guy. In the whole NFL because he was Mr. Irrelevant last year. Mm-hmm. Trey Quinn himself. So that's what I'm going with. Look at him to make an impact in special teams, returning the ball on punts and kickoff returns, Nigel. And also look for him to make a presence in the slot and at the number two for the Redskins. Short-handed, healthy, better than most of the people on the, on the rosters. It was like... <laughs> He's about the ball, so it's like he got no choice. And he got somebody throwing him the rock. So look out for Trey Quinn, man. Pick him up in your fantasies. See, see, I know, see, see, that's why I like y'all. Now I'm now it's clicking. Now it's clicking. Let's get biased. Let's now get clicking. biased. Now it's I'm not gonna get biased yet. I'm not gonna get biased uh-huh. yet. Um we still on underrated, right? Um Damian yeah, Williams. Damian Williams. Yes. And funny thing about it, AJ killed me last year when I said he gonna step up for Kansas City. It, when um, Kareem Hunt yeah. got cut, yep. I'm like, yo, Dame is balling for some reason. And I know now they're probably going to be more pass-oriented because he's not as good as Kareem Hunt. But when they give him the rock, yeah, he's it's going gonna hurt you. to produce. Yeah. Um. So, And like I said, he's really – now he's like the clear-cut number one. They got Carlos Hyde. They, they signed Carlos Hyde, but I'm not sure if, they, if he's just going to come in and just take over. So you got Damian Williams. Um, boom, another one. You um, about to get five. Adam, yeah, for real. <laughs> Adam Humphreys. <laughs> yeah. Mariota has never had a safety blanket? Never. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, Delaney, Delaney Walker, you no, had Delaney his, Walker. His legs been his safety blanket. Yeah, but, I mean, you got Delaney Walker, but now you got somebody that's going to get open in the slot, that's going to be shifty, that's going to get you them first downs that really, because they, they outside receivers ain't really no. – Established what? themselves yeah. yet? Like yeah. they ain't really. They, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, they, yeah. Got, they curl just ain't. <laughs> yeah, you know, it ain't all the way. So he with their running game that they got, which is was always gonna be formidable. They can, they can nickel and dime this thing mm-hmm. all the way. I think Humphreys is gonna be a good, good pickup for them. Good safety blanket. Yeah, I like. Humphreys. I got a a real good sleeper. It's gonna be Kalen Balaj out of Miami. 
People, no, but nobody's really thinking of Miami. Yeah, I, nobody's I understand. thinking of Miami he, at all. He's a he's, he's a running back, young running back. But what people forget is my, Miami's terrible, mm-hmm. but they have they have a pretty good offensive line. Frank Gore ran for seven hundred yards last year. Who? Frank Gore got my knees. It's like no, nah. Frank Gore <laughs> old as dirt. <laughs> he got Bo Jackson hips, mm. all of that, and he ran for. 700 yards last year. I think Kalen Balazs is going to be a good a good sleeper pick because running back transition is not really hard. They, you I don't said think what? That they gonna be, the run, running back is one of the easiest transitions in the NFL. When, you know, running backs usually, when they come in, it's really just the same. You know, you you still kind of do what you do. The, those years that they wasn't taking running backs high, wasn't they wasn't that wasn't happening. It's a trend recently. Well, no, they, no, no, they no, no, no. Recently. I'm, I'm, but I'm, what, I'm, what I'm saying is the transition for running backs. That's why they stopped taking running backs. High because it's like if you know how to do it, you know how to do it. It's like wide receiver. Exactly. If you know how to exactly. do it, so, you can do it. So that's, so that's why I think, you know, I think he's gonna do. It. I think he's gonna be a really good sleeper. Somebody you can look out for. I got and I'm one actually, more. I got one more I'm, for y'all. The biggest. I, I'm about to. I'm about to switch sides because just because Hill said he had one that's biased, so I'm really gonna drop one that's biased. <laughs> <And> Jesse Bates. <laughs> Hey, Jesse yeah. Bates. Yeah, nah, Jesse Bates got potential. Hey, yeah. Jesse <laughs> Je- Derwin James won rookie of the year, but Jesse Bates' yeah. numbers were right up there yeah, with Derwin James. No. He, you know, he he was yeah, I don't even think that's be, you focus, being biased. That's his pro being football real. focus numbers were up there. He he has a nose for the ball. I think, you know, I think he's gonna he's gonna show y'all something too. So Jesse Bates, so, I think so that's a good one. Wouldn't Nigel want us to look for potential what? You want top to know five the underrated. top five underrated players. Daniel underrated. Jones. Get them. Top five in interceptions this year, <laughs> fumbles, and being sacked. <laughs> Most so- underrated. I ain't, I can't get no sound effect for that, AJ. Like, I should have had a sound effect for that. You, 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 you <laughs> oh, yeah, my fault. Fa- fa- <laughs> there you go. Hold oh, on, no, wait. Can, can... He's stupid. <laughs> he needs some milk. <laughs> Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones. Stop it. Get some help. Get some help. Yo, yo get, you should have seen Hill face. Hill really thought I had one. I was like, yo, what's up? <laughs> hey, what's the next? But look, um, before we go, um, Xavier Woods. I never really was. I mean, if we'd have got Earl Thomas, I'd have been like, okay, we got Earl Thomas. I like but Xavier. I never really, I, like I never it. wanted Earl Thomas. I really want to let Xavier Woods develop. And uh, yeah, I'm telling you, he's going to be a prop. Blim, telling you. I come on now. Yeah, you know I've been rooting for y'all secretly. Yeah. <laughs> AJ, what's yeah. the next one? We had another one. The, the next one is from my childhood neighbor, Ayana Brownlee. So I can't this even trust a, her. I can't even trust that, her. If the stuff that I've been hearing from you lately, <laughs> your childhood neighbor can't be up to no good at all. But no, nah, this is actually a real this this going this going to make us dive a little bit deep into okay, our okay. you know, personal stuff. Okay. What what Ayana asked us, she said she wants us to know about, you know, the mindset and how people place limiting beliefs limiting beliefs on themselves, basically talking themselves out of doing anything before they start and putting things in the in the atmosphere before you even try. So, you know, break 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 that down. What y'all think about that? Do you Spoke think some words actually... into the universe and they appear? Like Nip said it, man. The tongue is power. So many rappers have said it. So many... Tongue is mighty than the sword. So many influential people have said it. 
from biblical times up until now, like if you want something positive in your life, you better speak it. Because if you're speaking negativity, then that's what you'll have. Like it's it's the the balance in this universe is crazy. So it's like whatever your mind is focusing on, it's, it's the law of attraction. I don't know if y'all know about that, but you Absolutely. will attract mm -hmm. that what you think about most. You see what I'm saying? So it's like I don't know why people doubt themselves. Maybe it's it's a condition. Um, the way that this society has been set up, it's been set up for those in power to make those without power or those with less of power to think of themselves that way. And it's unfortunate because we don't have enough free thinkers. And when we look back into history and those people like Frederick Douglass and Harriet Tubman, and you think these people were free thinkers in a time when you would have got punished for thinking. Mm. And now we live in a world where it's free for Hill to think, free for me to think, free for AJ to think, and we don't even want to think. Is it more? Okay. Is it more of a uh, maturation process though, or is it more of just dealing with anxiety? I, I mean, because I'm like I'm at a torn between how I want to respond to that. Because like like you said, it could just be a, a, a maturation thing. Like you have to mature and like you know go through go go through certain things to understand that. I ain't really have to do this. Like, what? why was I doubting myself? Mm -hmm. Like, you say, you really, sometimes you don't even know yourself, to be quite honest. I mean, you, you've been living, but, like, you don't really know yourself. Yeah, that's and, real. That's okay. Real. But, like I said, on the flip side, you could just be just dealing with anxiety. Like, you know what? Like, uh, it's just like you just doing everything in your own power just to psych yourself out just so you can feel comfortable. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't want to, like, I don't mm -hmm. want to step over, but, like, like kind of like in the shell, like, Remember when you did Faith Over Fear? Mm -hmm. Like, it took you a while to do that. And what was stopping you was your own self. And and um, that's basically what it is. I, like I said, it's a combination of both, though. That's what's limiting. That's We are our own enemy, to be quite honest. But are you scared? Is your own self afraid of what other people may perceive of you? Is that what Absolutely. it is? Absolutely. Yeah. I guarantee you, it's, it's, it's tons of people out there who don't do stuff because they they're, they don't, they're worried about what other people think. But what I can say, and kind of, you know, to to piggyback off what Hill said, um, that anxiety and that, you know, that that unknown, that's what, you know, that can be what stops you and puts the, you know, the limiting boundaries on you. But at the end of the day, when you are in the infancy of something, if you don't believe in yourself, you're no not gonna get nobody else yeah. to believe in you. If you if if you're like if you have an idea and you feel like it's good, but you're second guessing yourself, you'll never get it off the ground. Mm -hmm. It's no one it's no one else's responsibility, anything to have faith or believe have belief in you. Because if if people didn't do things because they needed other people's validation first mm -hmm. nothing would ever get done because nothing. everyone is going to everyone mm -hmm. is going to put second doubts everyone's going to say you know you can't do that everyone's going to put limiting boundaries on you because they're going to say that's not realistic that can't be done this this and that before you actually even try and get it what you need to do is not be afraid to fail mm -hmm. that's what it was fear that's, fit the fear the fear of failure the fear of failure can either break you mm -hmm. or drive you to greatness but, and what it is, is people have to, the people like to get back more on point of the question, you have to, if you can visualize yourself doing it and you can see like, oh, like I can, like I see it, I can see it. I see this, you know, 
the success that I would have if I get this off the ground, you know, then you can just you can that that want to feel that, you know, that joy of succeeding will drive you there. They always say Michael like Michael Jordan, you know, he he visualized himself doing yeah, all the did. things that he was doing. Yeah. He visualized and pictured it in his head that I you know, I'm going I'm going to sink the I'm going to sink this game when it's shot. I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this. I'm going to be the greatest ever. And it's not just saying, "Oh, just because I say it, it's going to He put the happen. work in too. Yeah. You have you have to say it, put it out in the universe, but you also have to show the universe that you want it. Yeah. You have to put you have to put that you have to put that time in. You have to give it your 10,000 hours. You have to bust your ass oh, to make sure that you actually can get there. There's nothing's going to just fall in your lap, but you actually really got to put in that work to get it done. It's just like us with the pod. Look how long how long did it take us how long did it take you to convince me to do the pod, Candy? <sighs> Feel what I'm saying? I, I, I had to say it a lot. But <laughs> at the same time, <laughs> separately, AJ, how long did it take me to convince you to do a pod? Man, listen, it's been people like like I said, people been trying to get me to do a pod since like two thousand nine. That's what I'm saying. And, so And and you know what? It's also it's never one thing. What people have to realize is, when you're trying to get something done, don't ever wait for something to be perfect. Because yeah. I know, I know personally speaking, that's why I never got my like. That's why I never did the pod because I was just like, oh well, I need to do this first. Yeah. Or I need to research this. I need to do this. I need to. I need to learn how to do this. But then when we got, you know, when we all kind of just got into our our chat where we just started talking sports all the time, we we both we was all just like, why don't we do a podcast? Mm-hmm. And we started the pod not knowing how to get everything on all platforms. We didn't. We didn't really. We didn't know what equipment we needed. All we knew was like, look, we need to be able to record, yeah. and we'll figure everything yeah. out later. And what did we do? Yep. Yeah. We 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 started winging it. And I know myself personally. I was always big on podcasts, and I kind of started putting Hill on the podcast. Mm-hmm. And we just started listening to other people's podcasts, seeing what we liked and what we didn't like. And I don't know if. Y'all, as our listeners can see, man, but I feel like each episode we didn't got better, man. Hit it, and it's, it's just it's just it's just progression. Hit yeah. it with the sound effect, man. Yep. Hit it with the sound effect. Yeah. So right, let's so see. look, man. You got sound effects now. What, what you got? You know what I mean, like, let's see what. You know what? See, it's new to us. Yeah, he's struggling. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying. I'm, no, I'm trying look, to think. Like, I throw him the oop. The oop just yeah. that's like a two K oop. You know, throw but it too early. Out of bounds. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I put my phone down and everything. I had. See, but look, let me yeah. let me tell y'all this, man. I'm I'm 13 or 14, right? I go to my pops room. This is this wait. Is, 13 or 14. Yeah, I'm 13 or 14. I go to my pops room. This is chick I'm feeling, right? They a five for real. I'm like I'm like I'm feeling this chick. I don't really know how to let her know that, though. You feel me? He was like, just say it. You feel me? Just say what you just told me. And I was like, well, I don't want to say that, though. And he's he like, why? And he was, he was like, well, what else would you want to say? He's like, he said, what you want from her? I was like, I want her to be my girl. You feel Kitty. me? He was like, well, just right. tell her, ask her, do you want to be my girl? And I was like, nah. So he would start asking me, like, did you ask her today? Did you ask her today? I'm like, nah, right? And he like, bruh, the worst she can say is no. Is no. And he said, but if she say no, you can move on. He said, there ain't nobody else at your school that you're attracted to. And I was like, does it? I started telling him that, right? So he said, see? He said, you missing out on everything because... You stuck, right? So he said, you scared. He said, he said, 
I'm done with you. I ain't doing nothing else that you asked me to do. <laughs> so you tell me what she said. Yes or no? He said, I'm going to know if you're lying. You, get punish you feel me? So it wasn't punishment, <laughs> but it was just like the stuff that me and him used to do. Like, he's like, I'm done with you. Like, I ain't rolling with you. Because he's like, that's that's chump stuff. You feel me? Um, so uh, maybe it won't the very next day because I had to build up to it. But I think that Friday I had my hair cut or something. You know, I finally. Oh, the I said, haircut do it. I said, the haircut boom. do it. And, bro, I came home, and we was boyfriend and girlfriend, and he, he pretty much wanted to slap me. He was like, <laughs> that, that's your daddy, though. <laughs> he's like, bro, he all this time you've been bothering me, you could have just had you could have had it. You wasting weeks. Thank you. So he was like, believe. But he told me, he said, believe in yourself. He said the worst that anybody could tell you, whether it's a job, whether it's you asking me to do something, go to your friend's house, the worst I could say is no. That is that going to hurt you? Mm-hmm. You're just going to know after that. Okay. And that's better for you. That's like my pops told me the same thing. She say no, Thank you bro. say next. Thank you, man. So it's like. He birthed the shooter, right? Then and then. So to <laughs> the supporter my pop, question. My, pop, my pops told me. No, just mean you gotta ask a different way. <laughs> Maybe that might be true. Sometimes yeah. persistence is yeah. true, son. Oh, oh. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, go to the next question. Go to, but look, but yeah, look. Nah, nah, no, steady. Go to the next. We gonna go. To the, <laughs> but just to the supporter, man. Just look. If if people out there not believing in themselves, just the worst that can happen is somebody can say no. Believe in yourself. Take the leap of faith. Have faith over fear. All right, Next so, question. <laughs> hey, just hey, what you say? Oh no, I'm gonna ask you again tomorrow. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Don't worry about it. <laughs> what up, what up, man? You change your mind yet? You say not right now. Okay, cool. You have enough swag. You got. You can't ask it like a square now, because yeah. that's automatically gonna say no. So oh. you gotta, you gotta perfect it, cause I. I said it to myself multiple times before I actually said it. You feel me? Just ask it a different way. Hey, Don't give up. Hey. Don't ever give up. Don't give up. Never surrender. Finish the fight. Finish the fight. Get up, Craig. Get up, Craig. You live to fight another day. Go ahead with the next All right. one. So, here's the next question. Surprise, motherfucker. Hey, Nichelle. <laughs> Come on. Oh, she thought it was stage. sweet. She thought it was sweet. She man. thought it was sweet. Come on, Nichelle. Get in front mm-hmm. of this camera. Mm-hmm. She ain't coming, man. It's Don't worry. She recorded. I got it. It's going to be dead. I got to record it. It's going to be dead. I got to record it. All my back, my career background in the background. Oh, man. Ew. Uh-huh. Please. What was our producer's suggestion, statement? Oh. She ain't like middle take. child on that, on that she album. Said, she said she didn't like I, it. She said, and I quote. That's why. That's why I loosely, because you quote and you better get it right. right well, this is what I'm gonna. She said, <laughs> "Middle Child" off, off the Dreamville album. Uh huh. So far, so was far the good. worst song. Yep. On the album, she said it. She said it. <laughs> AJ dropped the sign. Why did you feel this way? Yeah. Uh huh. We, we, I can't hear you. Speak up. We What's come. This one? Instagram? I'm just recording. Just recording. Straight flex. You oh, can read. Yeah. It's on the podcast too because yeah. they can hear you live. Yeah, we're not going nowhere. We, we here. Hear me. All right, look, listen. Mm-hmm. I don't claim to be a music aficionado or like none of that. I just like what I like and I don't like what I don't like. Music is subjective. Yes. Go ahead. Yes. And you say that all the time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 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 
Hey, but but AJ, because I had a different when I heard Middle Child again off the in the flow of that album, it was perfect. It kind of hit different. Yeah, it was perfect. Yes, it hit different in a bad way to me. Hey, AJ, mm. that was perfect timing, but her answer, I think, was 100% honest and true, man. We got to respect it. Keep going. Um, yeah, the album has, like, a flow, like, a, a feel to it, a vibe, if you will. Middle Child does not fit. He's not. As a single, when I first heard it, the song was fine. I had no issues with it. But on the album, I didn't like it. He's he dead in the middle of two generations. And that makes perfect sense because all, because everybody's like younger than him on in, in Dreamville. He's big bro and little bro all at once. And if you he think about it, it that, when you when you look back on that, album. I'm sorry, go ahead, Michelle. I just feel like they could have put a different song. I'm sure it was a song that didn't make the cut. That I think the generation needed it. I think. But we there's a, heard that song. Like we, that song came out. That single came out when. But that happens all the time. Yeah, that's why it's a single. It's a single. Because it's supposed to lead the way for the album. I'm just saying, it wasn't like we hadn't heard that song. Yeah, that's true. Because it's a single. But you know what? To your your defense, I always feel like that about singles. I never like singles on albums. But okay, I did okay, like okay. But I, mean, I did like Middle Child. And so here's the thing. There, there have been two singles my whole entire rap career that I have liked. First one was Wildin' Out by The Locks. Yeah. And the second one was Middle Child. Other than that, I've always hated singles. And this is my thing. Oh. If you can make me like it. I haven't hated the single. Like, I've liked them while they were out. But by the time the album came out, I was done with them. You feel me? Okay. But when the Locks dropped their album, I still was like, I, I want to hear Wild and Out still. And when Mid- and when Dreamville came out, I still I, I still look forward to Middle Child because it's, the bars are timeless on there to me. Mm-hmm. And so my thing is, if you can get me to like your single, it's an automatic classic. Because okay. I don't like singles like that. Let me just kind of preface of why you hear a single and you've heard it for so long and it still goes on the album. Because with streaming, all of those numbers that a single does Count before towards the album, album comes yeah. out, it counts towards it. If you add it to that album, it counts toward your numbers and everyone wants to go gold first week everybody wants to go platinum and do the most numbers so with streaming yes that's why you people are trying to catch that hot single and so when they catch that hot single as soon as you know they, they catch fire and it gets as many numbers as it can get they come out with the album and they just throw that single on the album and it all goes towards the, that album's numbers so yes no i did not i did I did. I did. Yeah, I did. I didn't yeah. know what it was for. I just knew it was a single. But I thought it was for the next Cole album. I'll be honest. Yeah, and I nah, I, I, I knew it was gonna be for that Dreamville album because everybody was they was preparing us for you know for that rollout. Everybody was you know coming to the studio and stuff like that. Well, at so. first I thought it was a big old diss track. They he did he did try. They kind of set it up. They kind of set it up. I thought it was a big diss track like to everybody. And then when I heard the song, I felt okay. This is this is. This is like the lead single for this album. And the reason why it hit different for me on the album, because every verse that Cole had on that album, he felt like Big Bro. Like, he felt like the polished artist. Like, he felt like the head honcho. He is, though. But, <clears throat> but he, but it's sometimes like, he, okay, like I said last week, I'm like, why do people keep doing features he, with Cole? Because he's, but he's, I feel what you're going because he's still little bro to the big wigs in the game. But no, what, no, what I'm, but no, what I'm saying on this yeah. album is like, 
what I said last week. I'm like, why do people keep doing features? They're not even competing with him with these features. They just want when, him. But on J.I.D. album, they went Jet back. Shit. They went back to they went back and forth on the album. Like he was like, hold on, you're not about to just kill me on my own album. Like that's how they was rapping. If you go go back and listen to it, and you see how J.I.D. was rapping on on that feature, on me on that song, on this song. I mean, on every song on the Dreamville, he came, it's like he walked in, like, you can feel his presence, like, all right, big bro here, it's it. It seemed like everybody took a, kind of like took a step back, and I'm sure they didn't try to, everybody just laid their song, and it was just, but he seemed like the, of course he is, but he really seemed like the more polished artist, so then when I heard Middle Child after hearing all the other songs, because it's towards the it's end of the you. album. Why? So it's now funny. it's like, oh, now it really kind of makes sense yep. on how... He really feel as the middle child in hip hop because he's Cole is an artist that has bridged the gap. He's one of those artists like him. There's a few artists Wiz that have been in this gap in these last ten years that have been you know because on the, you got the Jay Zs and the Nas, that's one bookend, mm-hmm. and then you you got the the Little Waynes and the Drakes, that's another bookend, mm-hmm. and you feel me. And I think in the middle you got people like J Cole. And, and and Meek and people who have had a, a strong stranglehold of the game but never been the king. You feel me? Mm-hmm. And so it's like now we because of streaming, we have an influx of new young artists. Yeah. So it's like those people, they are big bros. But it's like rap is the only music genre that's a sport. You you got all these other music genres, R and B and rap is a sport. The real competitive nature of rap is dog eat dog. So it's but like so, so it's like R and B is a sport. So 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 hold on. is the but, king but, of R and B. But hold on, let me finish. So it's like you still got older people in rap who still are respected because they refuse to let that competition go. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Do they always drop music? No. But when certain older people in the game drop, like they still get that respect. So it's like Cole is because we're still listening to those same those bookends that I talked about. We mm-hmm. still listen to we still listen to Wayne. We still listen to Jay. We still listen to Drake. So it's like Cole, he's like he said it. Like I'm about to go and meet Jigger for lunch. Like I, he he's dead in the middle of two generations where it's like whole generation respect him and the new generation look up to him. Mm-hmm. And it's like I feel like that's an awkward position to be in. But I like how he's embraced it, and I like how because heavy is the head that lies the crown. But he's not shying away from the responsibility that comes with his position. And shout out to Cole for that. Man, real quick, while we was having this conversation, you know how everybody's in this making collab mixtapes and stuff mm-hmm. right, right now. Yeah, I think the hottest, most bar heavy collab mixtape that we can get with these new generation rappers right now would be Jid and Nick Grant. Mm, I like that Nick Grant. Would, that would be something crazy. Can you imagine? It's like bar after bar. Because Nick Grant Nick Grant is like a battle rapper. It's yeah, like he, bar after Nick bar. Nick Grant he is like a battle rapper. He, he should have been on the Dreamville album. Because he's from South Carolina. I, like, I, I understand he's not on Dreamville, but I just don't understand that. Yo, Someone that fire that's in your vicinity, why can't he be on that album? But he hasn't had man, a song with Cole yet either. Am I bugging? I don't think so. Not one that's been released. Yo, come on, man. Man, listen. Come on now. 
a, a Nick Grant and Jude, you got to sit down and turn off the lights and just focus. I just want to see sit, Nick Grant and, do and, more and see the word on his own. You feel me? I like Nick Grant by itself. But I, I did want to ask y'all one question. What did you do? Y'all follow y'all? I don't know if y'all like Yellow Beezy. Um, oh, that's my dog. But y'all like, I like, but yeah, I, like I, I do like Yellow Beezy, and he been having a lot of hits lately. But recently on on his Instagram, he came out and said that he the best at this making these hits since Drake, and he said just humbly boasting. So I want to ask y'all about that statement. He do got a lot of hits. He got at least four, three or four hits since he been out. Is 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 he has he traveled? Let's say that. Because I'm pretty sure where he at. I mean, in I don't the know, south, so and I'm pretty sure in the south he, he got hitting. a lot. Yeah, he hitting. He just said he, he on a billboard in, in Times Square. That's what he was. That's one of the things he was just saying. I'm a fan of him. I, I like know. him too. I'm believe, but that, I believe that statement is that's too uh, too early. Yeah, Maybe too early too for that. And that's what I was it's, thinking. It's too early, but you know, with because the South is running hip hop and it has been running hip hop for quite some time. You gotta if if you're gonna say that you the Drake at making hits, you gotta be the lead man of making hits in the South right now. But and what I, mean, I will say, it do seem like I'm not saying he's the lead. It does seem like he does have some type of recipe because the the last joint with Pharrell, like it's like when I heard that, I was like, I ain't think he could do it again, and you're doing it again, man. Yeah, I, th- I think to me right now, out of like this new crop, I think Lil Baby got it. I do like little. I mean, I don't necessarily like little baby, but little baby do got some hits. He got when it comes to making man. hits. Yeah, we talking about hits. We talking about hits. Hits, hits, hits. Yeah, I think. I think. I think. I think when it comes to making hits, I think little baby is that right now. When it comes to making hits, but also I could be biased just because you know I like I like I like what I like. I need a listen. I, I can't. Uh, hey, that'd be throwing me off. I mean, but you could come back next week, or you can always post. That's something, I, that's that's something kinda, we could post about and ask the fans. Hold on, wait a minute, wait a minute, because you know I ain't. I'm gonna I'm just run through. I'm gonna just run through the list right now. The top songs. I mean, then we gonna wrap it up. First off, he had the yes, indeed. No, 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 no. I'm oh, not, you need a no. list of like. Oh, okay. I get no, what you're I'm not just. Yeah, I'm not disrespecting him because that was a good candidate. But yeah. I, you know me, I don't want to just give it to him without mm. having a list of other people. Yeah, that's what he was talking about. The others. Cause I'm feeling, cause I'm, cause I feel the the baby is on his heels. Man, how many oh. babies is it, man? It's, it's just them two. <laughs> and then you got right, right now. And then you it's got, just them two right now. and then you got, you know, Bait Birdman. You know, so you can just call no, him Birdman. No, no, we don't. We don't have him. I'm just we saying. Do not have so him. just, just. But they do got a song together now, and I'm glad they do, cause I, I just had a feeling that they was gonna manufacture some beef between them, just cause they were both babies. So I'm glad, I'm glad that they're doing a song together. Song, too. song good Baby too. and a baby. Yeah, baby featuring the baby. Little baby featuring the baby. Yeah, baby. baby that I think it's called baby on baby. Like, I, I swear, don't quote me, but I swear. <laughs> I, I, I just think I think it's called baby. Something like I think it's just called baby. I think. That's you know. crazy. That's crazy. Yeah, I'm gonna talk to you off air about Key Glock too. But look, you can catch us on all me, um, major podcast platforms: Three Man Weave, mm-hmm. um, Instagram, Twitter, Three Man Weave underscore. We on Facebook, Three Man Weave. We have a group on Facebook, Three Man Weave group. Um, you can email us at podcast.3.man.weave at gmail.com. I'm Hill. That's Cannon. That's AJ. Three Man Weave, baby. Keith Thurman. Season is over. Done. Hey, look. The top of one mountain is the beginning of another. Keep climbing, baby. What a-